Hey friends, this is the Daily Treasure Podcast. I'm Sharon Betters and this devotional is produced by Marking Ministries. And I'm so glad that you have joined us for our pilgrimage fueled by hope. Today's devotional is called Powerless and today's treasure is from 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12. For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. During an interview with a friend who lost a son, I asked her, is it true that God doesn't give us more than we can handle? She laughed out loud and responded, no, and I'm living proof of that. Sadly, many of us face terrifying enemies believing that God wants us to fight them on our own. Because after all, he doesn't give us more than we can handle. Perhaps it takes growing old to recognize this statement as a lie. Search the scriptures and you won't find one place where God tells us he won't give us more than we can handle. In fact, he tells us just the opposite. It's in those most broken places where I am powerless that I have experienced the supernatural strength and comfort of my God. Perhaps you have too. Jehoshaphat experienced the supernatural intervention of God because of his humility. Giving Jehoshaphat more than he could handle resulted in priceless treasures for the people of Judah and their king. Jehoshaphat cries out in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 12, For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. Imagine the dramatic pause and sacred silence after Jehoshaphat prays these words, and the crowd waits for the rest of the message. Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 13. The message God sent through Jehaziel could not have been more shocking. As we read in 2 Chronicles 20, verses 14 through 17. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness of Jeriel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid, and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Note especially these words of encouragement. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed at this great horde. The battle is not yours, but God's. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm. Hold your position. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. The Lord will go with you. I always love when God says, do not be afraid. To people who have every right to be terrified, God gives the promise of his presence to those who worship him with their whole hearts. God saw the hearts of his people, that they had humbled themselves before him and turned from their wicked ways to worship him. 
They sought him with all their hearts and they prayed for wisdom. His response is that he will fight this battle for them just as he had promised. He gives grace to the humble. Jehoshaphat shows his complete dependence on and trust in God by his response in 2 Chronicles 20, verses 18 through 19. Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord and the Levites of the Kohathites and the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah respond to Jehaziel's comforting and encouraging words with praise. How often in the early years of grief I cried out to the Lord, I don't know what to do against this enemy of grief. My eyes are fixed on you. I desperately read God's word, hoping for just a crumb of comfort or tangible evidence of his presence with me. So often, he led me to scriptures designed to remind me of his faithful love and sovereign care of my broken heart. I heard him say repeatedly through his word, this battle was not mine, it was his, and I could trust him to lead me through the minefields of grief. Such a response to my desperate cries for help often led me to worship. The people of Judah and their king did not know how God would defeat their enemies, but their humble worship in response to this promise indicates they trusted him to do just that. Where are you, my friend, most desperate for God's help? Where are you the most unsure of what to do next? Don't sell the scriptures short. Humble yourself before the Lord. Express your absolute need for him. Seek his wisdom in the scriptures and pray for him to speak clearly. Ask others to join you in your quest for wisdom and then have listening ears to hear from him. And oh Lord, we need you how we need you. Don't know what to do, so our eyes are fixed on you. Well, friends, what do you have planned for the weekend? It's Friday, and I know I always like to think of doing something special, like maybe Chuck and I enjoy going to the farmer's market together or getting in touch with some of our grandkids when they're close by, doing something special with them or having lunch with friends. And so I hope that you have something special planned. Maybe what your special plan is, is to get some work done around the house. And I hope that it's yard work, that it's a nice day for you. So... Think about your weekend, and while you're thinking about your weekend, think about who you are going to encourage. Who will be that person that God lays on your heart to send a note to, give a phone call to, stop by with a plate of cookies, or uh, invite them over uh, for coffee? Who knows what God is going to lead you to do? And it might surprise you, and you might think, oh boy, I I can't do that. I, I don't wanna send that verse in a text. I have a feeling that if it's God nudging you to do it, you're going to hear back from that friend that it was exactly what they needed at exactly the right time. So as you're thinking about how to encourage others, I would encourage you to download our free Help and Hope app because it's packed with encouraging resources. Uh, You might be thinking, well, my friend is suffering in in such a painful way. Well, maybe the way you you can encourage him or her is by sending them one of our resources and telling them that the Lord just nudged you and burdened you to share that message of hope with them. So again, that's our free Help and Hope app. 
make sure that you leave a rating for the podcast or again, share it with a friend. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Sharon Betters and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.